Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everybody in uh, Internet land. This is uh, Larry Simon, Dr. Simon, and the show is called The Stories We Live By. And of all the stories that we live by, and I don't think any is more powerful and more, uh, uh, I said, life-enhancing, or potentially as destructive as our God stories. And I wanted to talk about that today. I get increasingly uneasy by what I see in the political process and uh, the way in which uh, people use their idea of God uh, to uh, exercise political power and control over other people. Uh, Anybody who's followed the show knows that I'm very uneasy about any kind of authoritarian and totalitarian political structure, be it uh, justified in religion or any other form of, or, or any other kind of story uh, that uh, has political implications. Um, when somebody identifies themselves as God uh, and, and says, "I know what God wants, I know what is right, uh, I know what is wrong." and I have no doubt about this, I get frightened. Um, I get very frightened. Now, not all of the most destructive forms of authoritarianism have been within traditional religion and used the name of God. Some of the most destructive, in fact, the three most destructive, um, used other forms of stories to justify their authoritarianism. And form kind of secular religions. Uh, Communism produced two of the most horrendous killers of all time, Mao Zedong in China and uh, Stalin, Joseph Stalin, in uh, what was the Soviet Union. Um, To them, there was no God. Uh, They uh, dictatorially demanded that all religion be banned, uh, and as I will suggest in a while, I don't think this will ever be successful. The idea of uh, people having a God in their lives is just too powerful, and the need is too great <coughs> for anybody uh, to wipe it out. Certainly, I believe I, uh, um, that a per- individuals can be atheistic and comfortable in their atheism and not believe in God uh, or any gods of any kind. But when uh, it's forced from the outside by authoritarian dictators, you have very serious problems in in being successful. Russia for 70 years, Soviets, uh, and now religion has bounced back uh, enormously within uh, what is now Russia and many of the uh, former Soviet satellites. Um, So uh, these, these secular religions can be as dangerous or more dangerous. And uh, I I reject the idea that people who believe in God or societies that claim to believe in God and live by a God story can be more moral necessarily than uh, those who uh, claim an atheistic stand. I think that once there's a justification for people saying, I know more, I'm better than whoever, and I can exercise power, and we are the good ones, and you are the evil ones, or the bad ones, the weak ones, 
and we must stamp you out, we must control you, you must believe what we say, which is an authoritarian system, and you must think what we believe, which is a totalitarian system, much more destructive, whether it's a family or a whole society or religion. Uh, we're going to get into your head, know what you think. Once it becomes that, uh, then that particular kind of God story is unbelievably destructive and is can be as destructive as anyone uh, outside using a, a, a non-religious or a non-God story to justify their superiority and their power over other individuals. Um, uh, the famous writer Fyodor Dostoevsky said, without God or without heaven, I think his particular word was, all things become lawful. And uh, I wish I could have a discussion with Mr. Dostoevsky. He's uh, dead now many years and suggest that with religion and with claiming what, you, what God knows and power that God has given an individual or a family or a society, uh, all things can be made lawful that way too. Uh, and by lawful I mean the destruction uh, of people and the setting up of a society in which there are those who work uh, and uh, don't eat and those who eat because they don't have to work. They are in control of the slaves or the underclass or those who they see as inferior and uh, work for them. So uh, I, I, I don't have to discuss It's the God stories that interest me today because our society, uh, if it becomes dictatorial, uh, more dictatorial than uh, we are now, I have a scary feeling it can be based on a God story that some are more superior than others and God made them that way. Now, I, I have to make clear, I make clear as I can, uh, that I have never been able to believe in a God or gods. Uh, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I did. Uh, whenever I meet a true believer who gets the benefits of a faith, a real faith in God, um, I'm sometimes jealous, although I don't often meet true believers. I meet an awful amount of doubtful Thomases who use anger and rage to shut down any discussion that uh, raises doubts in their mind, which are already there, about the existence of God, uh, who then scream at you and yell at you uh, or play some psychiatric game. Uh, I once had a student who turned out to be a, uh, an ex-nun, uh, who, uh, when we discussed this, and I made clear that I don't believe in God, uh, I teach science, and science does not allow for uh, God stories to be part of the explanation. Uh, one of the things that makes science science is that uh, there is nothing supernatural to be allowed in the explanation of any event. You cannot have supernatural events uh, above natural events, things that can't be observed uh, uh, must be seen as hypotheses. They have to be seen as uh, constructs that have no validity until they can uh, be observed. Uh, so there has to be a tremendous amount of doubt, and that in good science uh, uh, separates from religion. Religion is based on faith. You either have faith or you don't have faith. Uh, I have complete faith that there is nothing supernatural. Uh, I don't believe in ghosts, goblins, 
God, gods. Uh, I don't believe in Santa Claus. I don't believe in fairies. I don't believe in, in, in any. I don't believe uh, that there is, uh, you know, when we die, a soul, an immortal soul, goes to heaven, and somehow our consciousness is preserved after our death. And I have very little doubt uh, uh, in my own faith. And by the way, that is a faith. Uh, and every once in a while, uh, I get jealous when I meet somebody who really has a gentle faith of their own. Uh, and it, I can see the purpose of believing in God, um, the idea that your life has a purpose given to you by an external force is incredibly gratifying and very powerful to believe in, to believe that ultimately there will be justice, that those who die in their bed as old people who stole and hurt from other, stole money and hurt other people and stepped on people will get their just desserts after their death by going to hell or uh, some kind of a, uh, you know, a punishment, while those who suffered under the yoke uh, made slaves who were made inferior, uh, that these individuals will be given an everlasting life and uh, pleasure and, and uh, goodness and all of the things, and peace, and all of the things that uh, so many of us wish for uh, but find awfully difficult uh, to achieve. Uh, to believe uh, in a God that you matter is wonderful. Uh, that if everybody in the world is gone and only God and you remain, this omnipotent, all-knowing, powerful force uh, uh, will comfort in ways uh, that those of us who don't believe have great difficulty in getting comfort. Uh, to believe, again, in justice, to believe that the world is a good place, that uh, whatever evil exists will, uh, in the end, be vanquished, is an exciting and a wonderful idea and incredibly powerful. Uh, to believe that you're loved uh, and, and, and that love can redeem you. To believe that when you're guilty, you can be forgiven. Uh, when no one wants to forgive you, uh, are powerful needs. And all of these are so powerful, the needs that I talked about last week for feeling safe, to be loved, to have dignity, to have purpose, to matter. Uh, the, the hierarchy I spoke about last week, the, the uh, Maslowian, the psychologist Maslow, who created that hierarchy of needs that I work with and expand on, to believe that um, God and your religion will provide all of these needs when your fellow human beings, when your mother, your father, when your family fails you, uh, is so powerful and so enriching. Uh, to believe uh, that when you create a work of art or music, you're doing something motivated by an idea of God is wonderful. And um, I feel often uh, left out when I meet individuals uh, who have such a faith. What's interesting, as I say, I don't meet that many individuals. Most people don't allow themselves to ever talk about religion. It's off the topic, religion and politics. And increasingly, religion and politics are so polarizing uh, that you take your, literally, can take your life in your hands if you try to discuss anything. Uh, people screaming at one another and people wishing people dead. Right? Uh, the terrible hierarchies that are created uh, within uh, uh, 
different religions, between religions, uh, between groups of individuals. Um, so there's this dark side, uh, and, and most of the people I've met in my life uh, are doubters. They say they believe. They are desperate to believe. And as I said before, I don't believe there'll ever be a time in human history, although I wish for it, when uh, God will not be taken literal, literally and seriously by a great majority of uh, individuals. Now, let me say this. The fact that 95% of people claim to believe in God is not proof that God exists. Uh, there's no proof that God doesn't exist, so don't get upset about that. There's no way. This is simply a matter of faith on both sides of the issue. Uh, but because of the powerful needs that can be satisfied um, by a belief in a deity, uh, by being part and parcel of an organized religion, I don't think uh, anything will wipe it out. Uh, I do hope for a day when uh, the word, word God will be no different than the word Zeus, that heaven and hell will be no different than Mount Olympus or, and the underworld uh, of Greek mythology, uh, powerful stories that are not taken quite as seriously and not as literally as they are now, but I certainly don't believe I will live to see that, and I don't care. I think that everybody has to get through this difficult life in their own way, and I believe that everybody should be free to believe what they believe or, or, and live by whatever faith they want to live by, provided that it is not one of the God stories or one of the other authoritarian stories that say, because you don't believe, because your God is a different God than mine. Uh, by the way, just let me back up for a second. If there was any proof I have that a God doesn't exist, is the fact that there are so many unbelievably different stories uh, around about God, what God wants, what the purpose of religion is. Um, again, this is not proof. It's just for me a kind of an evidence. Because I believe if there was really a God, uh, then that particular God would have been made manifest in a way that there would only be one story. There would be one major story. And that story would be... Um, uh, what God wanted it to be, not what we have uh, made the story into in our own individual desires. Now, um, having said all of this, uh, I think religion will always be with us. Uh, I think in some ways uh, society, many societies, have been moving towards a, a change in the God story from a God that is powerful and th bloodthirsty and seeks vengeance over non-believers, uh, the kind of stories that exist in the Old Testament, uh, where if people transgress, their blood boils, they're turned into pillars of salt. Um, I think that uh, the idea that uh, God is a loving God and a forgiving God uh, is a much easier story to live with, and I think produces much less fear and rage uh, than the earlier story uh, that 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 uh, the earlier story uh, produced. Uh, when I studied the when I was a kid, and I still occasionally, if I go to a service, I like to read the Old Testament. Uh, I find it a fascinating and a brilliant piece of literature. 
Um, I don't believe it was written uh, by God. I don't believe the words are by God. I believe the words are from some very intelligent and probably many, over many years, individuals uh, who had great insight into the human condition and human needs and produced this work, which is, by the way, uh, kind of a poetry, kind of creative, uh, very creative piece of work. Uh, much of what is produced by religion can be as creative as it can be destructive. And when I read all of this, I mean, the story of, of uh, you know, uh, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and God said, don't let anybody survive, don't even let an animal survive. Uh, this is a bloodthirsty God. Uh, when I heard that uh, God called for sacrifices, human sacrifice, blood sacrifice, uh, and I'm heartened by the fact that there don't seem to be many religions that ask for blood sacrifice anymore. Although some of the religions that we're now seeing, the, the Taliban and, the, and the, the, you know, some of the Muslim sects uh, that are so ferocious in their demand that everybody think and believe as they do, um, um, uh, when I see that, I realize that the world all hasn't progressed to a loving God uh, who says to us, uh, I gave you free choice, and uh, you have the power to make the world as you wish and to make the world at, and forgive and seek redemption and be forgiven. Uh, uh, I see that as a progress. And again, that's my, my own personal values, my own moral values. And whenever I see that happen, uh, I'm heartened. I am much heartened. Um, it's interesting, when I went to Hebrew school as a little boy, I was told that God created the world, he created everything in it, uh, he created human beings, and he created them in God's image. And the word uh, Yahweh for God is uh, um, uh, 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 that which has no name. That's, that's how it translates. And uh, Adonai, which was uh, the, the first person use of God, is I am that I am. And what God forbid in, in the Ten Commandments was the creation of any idol that makes God look like something in specific. And when I will believe we'll have real progress in a mature religion, again, my value using the word mature, there's nothing scientific about that word, it's simply what I believe, uh, is when everybody takes seriously that a God is not an old man in the sky, that God is not a man, that God is not a woman, that God is specifically, as it works in this country, is not white. Uh, that God didn't have a son, uh, and if he had children, he could have had daughters as well as sons, um, and that uh, all his children would really be equal and uh, would all demand uh, the same respect and dignity as any other. And that, I think, is a thousand years coming unless uh, we blow ourselves up and destroy the planet uh, in the name of God or other gods along the way. And again, I have great anxiety and great doubts about where we're going. 
Uh, I personally was tremendously heartened by the election of uh, Obama. Um, the idea that a man of color uh, could produce a political statement and a majority of Americans would vote for him without anybody killing him, although uh, he'll be in office for a long time, and I know there must be in the name of God and in the name of whiteness and the name of uh, purity all kinds of individuals and groups gunning for the man. Uh, I certainly hope that the security forces do their job well uh, and that he is careful um, uh, and his family because I think so much of the politics today that anything he proposes is hated and despised by groups of individuals uh, who distort it beyond all imagining uh, and call him a fascist and call him uh, a racist, of all things, uh, that these individuals uh, would really like to see him hurt. And I think all of that politics is simply because the man is of color. He is a black person. He's a dark-skinned individual. Uh, I know the world... Uh, will be a kind of a place that will be easier to live in uh, when love replaces hate. Uh, and hate is not justified uh, by uh, religion. And I have certain markers along the way that I truly believe uh, will demonstrate to us that we are on our way to uh, living out the dictates of religion the Jews who gave us laws that have to be just and fair, uh, Christianity, which I think added to that the idea of forgiveness and redemption. Uh, it's interesting that the uh, great uh, Bertrand Russell was a wonderful uh, philosopher, mathematician, wrote a book, Why I Am Not a Christian, and he said, Christianity is a wonderful religion, too bad nobody's yet practiced it. And I think this is true of so many religions. Uh, that individuals within those religions, I think, live according to the dictates. I had a dear friend at uh, the college I worked at who was a former nun and a feminist who said that uh, Jesus did say, call no man on this planet your father except for your daddy. And uh, suddenly the Catholic Church formed a church in which all of the priests were called father and women weren't allowed to become priests. Uh, I think any religion uh, that to me becomes mature will allow uh, 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 women to be mullahs, women to be priests, women to be reverends, and in many sects and groups this is already true. Certainly in some of the groupings within my religion, Judaism, there are now many cantors who are women and many rabbis who are women. This I see as a very, very good thing. And again, I'll know the world is getting better uh, for me when women are treated with the same exact equality and respect as men. Uh, again, uh, that uh, I look forward to a woman becoming president. Again, not because she's a woman, but because she brings a political system and a personality that people ignore the fact that she is a woman and vote for her on the basis of the kind of leader she would appear to be, which is what I think happened with Obama for many, many individuals who, when the campaign started, 
couldn't imagine voting for a black man. But as the campaign went on, he seemed to be, in many, many ways, the better candidate. More logical, more better control, less angry, less volatile, more intelligent, more sensible, more reasonable, more reasonable. So, uh, my idea of progress will be uh, when women uh, sit in every religion as equals to men. Uh, again, there are religions now in this world who I think are thousand years away from this. I think much of the struggle within uh, uh, Islam is going to be about women, uh, about their place, and about the fact that they have to have the same rights to medical care, to education uh, as men, that little girls have to be seen within a framework that says uh, your dignity and your worth as a human being is no more or no less than those of us who are male. And if this happens, and I think in some areas it does happen and has happened, I think we'll be making progress, and the kind of God story that will be involved will be a more loving, more equal-handed, less angry, uh, less damaging God. Another characteristic that I believe uh, will bring uh, to me maturity and a change in the kind of God story I think that uh, might give us another thousand years is that uh, when your daughter comes home with someone she loves and wants to marry, uh, or your son, the same thing, uh, that the color of their skin or their religion will be a secondary and minor characteristic. And I'm not even sure uh, that I could live up to that standard, but I know very few people who wouldn't even discuss it. It would be simply inconceivable uh, that a child marries out of the religion or in, biracially. And I think that is happening all over the country. California, I was told, now has 30% interracial and interreligious marriage. I think it was just interracial. And what happens in California usually moves east. And I'd like to see this happen all over the world. Uh, I'd like to see religion become a much more personal thing and, uh, again, less authoritarian, in which hierarchies are not set up that men dominate women, whites dominate blacks, uh, Catholics or Jews or Protestants or uh, 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 Muslims uh, dominate the other religion and demand uh, that the kind of religion that each practice is the same as their own. Uh, I can't stand listening to any group say, we are God's chosen people. Uh, we are all individuals whose value uh, in the eyes of whatever gods might exist has to be equal. And to the degree that it's not, it's not democratic. It violates, to me, basic moral rules of how people need to be and deserve to be treated. And I see it as wrong and as bad. So, finally, I think that sexual preference uh, should also be uh, ignored. I think that when you meet somebody and you say, hi, my name is Bob, my name is Larry, uh, all kinds of things uh, should leap to mind, like what does this person think? Uh, uh, how do I give them the respect that they deserve 
unless, of course, they behave in ways uh, that is harmful or hurtful. And this will have nothing to do with their religion, the color of their skin, uh, their size, their, their height, their weight, or any of the other things that we use to uh, tribalize ourselves and convince ourselves uh, that we are better than others and we can step on them and do to them as we wish, no matter how much pain we cause and how much grief we cause and how much we strip them of their dignity or at least try to uh, and control them and hurt them. So <clears throat> that's where I stand. I have now done 30 minutes. There are no callers. Uh, I wish there were. I'd love to discuss this stuff. Uh, last week I had an interesting caller, and apparently there were a lot of people listening to the show, uh, more people than have listened to any other show. I don't know if that was some kind of anomaly or some kind of mistake in the statistics, uh, but uh, I've taken this as far as I want to take it, and so I think I'm going to hang up and figure out with my wife what we're going to have with our grilled lamb chops for supper and uh, play a little cards tonight and try to go to sleep early. I played this horrendous game of golf today and uh, really hurt my one of my elbows. Not my I'm lefty and hurt my right arm the last couple of times I've been playing. But I think I'm starting to figure this game out a little bit. The hardest thing I've ever tried to do as, in terms of at least a sport. So... Uh, if I am alone in the ether, and uh, I've now said what I wanted to say, I'm going to hang up, and I hope a lot of people hear this show and uh, find it edifying and find it interesting and thoughtful. And uh, if they ever want to call me on another show to discuss this show or any other show, by the way, or anything else I've discussed, uh, that would be wonderful. In fact, maybe over the next week or two, I'll just get on the air and wait for people to call in and see what happens. And if nobody calls in, I'll just hang up and not do a show, because that would be okay, too. So, goodbye to whoever is listening, and I will talk to you again uh, about the stories we live by. Goodbye.